Welcome to the grinder. I didn't like that one, dude. Uh, James Chapman, the one and only. Dolphin with eyebrows, the man with the curls. Mm-hmm. James, the killer Chapman. Yeah, on? I don't know. Normally, I'm wearing a hat, you know, but like this guy, man, look at that thing. I don't even know what to do with this little. It's what it does. It's what my hair does. You should call it your Superman curl. My Superman curl? I think yeah. that's supposed to lay down your forehead, though, isn't it? You could probably lick your hand and just like, yeah, just, just yeah, lay it down, down huh? Put that a little bit. Uh, so, man, I've I've had some uh, some thoughts going about thinking about it last night. Do you think? Do you think we don't appreciate like the simple things anymore? Describe simple things. So, like, think about it. Like, I was thinking about. Like something, I don't know. You, I mean, you can name a thousand things, right? But like, mm-hmm. there's so much in life that technology has made so much easier for us, so much more simple. Like, we kind of take supply chains and stuff, just the way things work, and it's just always available on the shelf. Like, how much we take for granted. Well, okay. Yes, for sure. Right. Uh, bare minimum, like walking around with bare feet, right? Walking in grass with bare feet. Mm-hmm. But the most simplest of simple mm-hmm. to the simple thought process of I can go to the grocery store and pick up toilet paper. We all felt that during COVID, right? Yeah. When supply chains were effed up. And so, yeah, no, 100%, dude. I think everybody does. Um, other than, you know, the folks that, you know, hippies. Not, yeah, not, not, not to call it hippies, but yeah. Yeah uh minimalist minimalist that's correct yeah so that's okay so like perfect example so when i was kind of thinking about that it took me back to my grandfather um you know growing up i spent a, a good bit of time with him hunting and all kinds of stuff right so he grew up in i mean the hills of north georgia all right he was he was a country boy mm-hmm. um grew up in the mountains blue ridge mountains and I remember him telling stories about like when he was a kid and stuff, you know, like fascinate me, right? Like they had an outhouse and stuff like that, you know, but uh, <laughs> he would tell me about like how they would look forward to the warmer weather coming because when it did, they didn't have to wear shoes anymore. Like, you know, they could run around barefoot and you know, at first I thought it was that they loved running around barefoot so much, but he would tell me, he was like, yeah, you know, our feet would be a little tender at first. It would take me a couple of weeks to get where I could, he's like, but after a couple of weeks, my feet would be so tough. You know, I mean, I could go walking through the woods and the brush and everything, never even think about it, you know, cause his feet would just get so tough. But the point then what he would go to, what he went on to tell me was, it wasn't so much that they enjoyed being barefoot. It's that the shoes they had were so crappy and fit so bad and so tough like it hurt their feet they looked forward to being barefoot they wanted to be barefoot instead of wearing shoes because the shoes were so bad wow and it's like dude i go buy you know i love no bulls i go buy a 150 dollars pair of runners and don't even think twice about it i order it online in 30 seconds and they show up at my door in four days 
And when they start getting wore out, I just go buy another $150 pair of runners. Yep. You know what I mean? I do. Like, imagine how they would have appreciated, he would have appreciated like a good fitting pair of boots or something, you know? Yeah. Um, much less a drawer full of, you know, nice cushioning. Yes. You know, like, I guess my thing is like, you know, you talk about the toilet paper, like when that happened, right. That like consumed a lot of people's mind, like, holy crap. I, I gotta actually think about me being strategic on getting toilet paper because there's a supply chain issue. So I can just wipe my ass. Yeah. Right. Like imagine if that was every bit of your life, like, Hey, thinking about, okay, when's the, when's the vegetable garden going to be done. So I got something to eat um hey do we have enough stuff stocked up for winter like those kind of things like i don't know if they wanted to appreciate those things but there is no doubt they were so connected to it they appreciated it more which also ties into when you're focused on those types of things the external factors of like what people think of you what what could happen to you in three years what could be what what ifs all of that doesn't even matter because you're so focused on everything that's going on currently. Because yeah. if something messes up and the winter's bad, guess what happens? Yeah, you're screwed. You're screwed. Yeah. Yeah. And so exactly. And and so that I think that when when people say it's like a much simpler life back then, it was based off of you didn't have all this external shit. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of yes, I agree. You know, it's interesting. A lot of veterans will tell you about that, about war. Like my buddies and I used to talk about that, man, you know what? Like that was dangerous. Those times it was scary and stressful and hard on our bodies and everything else. Right. But like, it was simplistic. Like, uh, we're going to go do this. Don't fucking die. (laughs) Make it home. Like it was really simplistic. And you were thankful for a lot simpler things like, Hey man, tonight we're going to be back at, you know, this vibe, we're going to get hot chow, like a really nice hot chow. And oh my God, man, they had freaking um, uh, uh, chocolate chip ice cream. You know, I remember that would come in and it would be like a special occasion. You'd be like, holy shit, I just ate freaking hot chow. I'm going to eat some chocolate chip ice cream. I'm going to take a hot shower tonight. It's going to be awesome. And like, dude, it would make your day. You know, now, do I want to walk around spending my day? just focusing on those simple things now? Of course not. Like, I'm thankful I don't have to wonder, like, dang, it's getting cold again. I can't go barefoot anymore. I'm going to have to put on those crappy boots I've had that my brother had and wore to nothing. And then now I'm wearing them past nothing, right? Like, I'm glad I don't have to waste my day on that, right? Those kind of simple thoughts or, hey, we got to make sure the garden's looking good. So we got vegetables to eat with dinner, right? I don't want all my energy going to that stuff. I guess where I'm going with this is what's some of the simple things today to our standard that we don't just take a minute and go, man, like I need to be more grateful for that. Or I need to be thankful for that because it is hard earned. So that's, that's funny. You bring that up. Um, the book that I'm currently reading and the things that I've been focused on is reading what I need in the moment, like the point in my life currently, 
and not what I need in a year, right? And so a lot of what my books have been on, uh, obviously personal development is my almost my entire library, but the current book that I'm reading is called Master Your Emotions, which you and I had a conversation about this briefly beforehand. Mm-hmm. But what they tie on in one of the one of the chapters is gratefulness and picking one thing out that you are grateful for and just taking five minutes on that. Mm-hmm. You know how hard it is to take five minutes on one thing that you're grateful for? Five minutes? Yeah. That, Dude. I bet you that's like, I need to try that. Yeah. Five minutes for one thing that you're grateful for. And it could be as simple as uh, a computer. It could be as simple as a hat, whatever. And then thinking about multiple reasons why you're grateful for that one thing. So I'm sitting on the couch that we just got in. We ordered back in October, December. I ordered it. It finally comes in last weekend, weekend before. I barely even sat on this couch since I got it. And so that morning I'm sitting on the couch and I was like, you know what? The one thing I'm grateful for is this couch this morning. That's it. And then I started thinking about it. I was like, man, the amount of money that we spent, the, the amount of money that was spent on this couch, a lot of people would never have even spent, right? Or yeah. they don't spend it on a couch. They spend it on more important things. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm thankful for the fact that I was able to purchase this. I was able to have something to sit on. And it, it just, it, it just, it makes you think about things a little bit differently. Yeah. And so I guess that was that being simplistic in the thought of gratitude can change your outlook on a lot of things and like your emotional, your emotional uh, set for the day. So yeah, man, I get that. I get that a hundred percent. Yeah. And it's like, <clears throat> I mean, think about, and I, I, I like that. So I mean, it's so man, it's, it seems like it always happens with us. This thing, the things we're thinking of align, like mm-hmm. you mentioned that with having shoes and it literally, I was sitting there thinking about my grandfather telling me the story about them with shoes, you know, like, but um you, you know, to that, like, think about the things that are hard earned for you, you know, uh, have you ever grown, have you ever had a vegetable garden? Yeah, I've got one currently. All right. Shit tastes better from that garden. Facts. Why? Hard work. It, it ain't because you just got a freaking green thumb and, you know, I mean, like some of these big facilities, right? They have all these professionals, everything's monitored, controlled. You don't make the best brisket, do you? Like you had... <laughs> You make some good brisket, but your brisket tastes amazing, right? Right. Like, why is that? Because you sat there and earned that shit. You know what I mean? Like, so it makes me think about like the things that are hard earned, like confidence that is built, man. Some people that you, some people naturally lean more towards it, but your confidence level is still built. Like, think about what it's taken you to get to your confidence level you're at now. If you say, well, my confidence sucks. Well, why does it suck? Because maybe you don't give yourself the credit you deserve 
for the work you've put in to earn it. So you constantly like keep it down, keep it down. The difference between being confident and cocky, like, you know, uh, not fuck this pot, this podcast is supposed to go on rants. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, but that kind of goes, well, but then you'll sit there and you'll, you'll feed off of what people like on Instagram and everything else. All that is built around is a popularity contest. And that's fine. I actually don't have a problem with that. If you're using it for the tool, it should be. If you're using it just to help boost your confidence and not go, how do I make this where it gives me more opportunity? Then like, you're just relying on what others think about you. You know, and like, that's getting you nowhere in life, man. What's going to get you in life is what you think about yourself over what others think about you. And then second to that is like taking a minute and giving yourself the proper feedback, the proper pat on the back where you need it. You know, it's crazy. People are self-entitled about what offends them or, um, you know, I, dude, I had, yesterday I had a call, a, a client who literally called my office and said, Hey, I'm leaving your agency. Cause y'all offended me. What do we offend you about? We're, what do we do? Uh, I didn't like the Memorial day email you sent out to all your clients. So we sent a Memorial day email. Did you see it? Uh, yeah. Okay. It was, it was, it was more, it wasn't, it wasn't like, it was talking about enjoying the three day weekend, right? She didn't like that. It offended her. Now, as a prior vet, so I picked up the phone. I called her. She's like, you were, that was the most offensive email. Talk about three-day weekend. It's not a normal three-day weekend. And you know what I thought? I was like, hey, look, I get it. I'm sorry I offended you. It was never meant to offend. I'm a veteran. Like, I, but I, but you know me, I didn't try to justify it with her. I just told her I was sorry. My goal was never offend her. Me personally, I think you should enjoy that pool party. I think you should enjoy that cold beverage, man, because somebody freaking died to give it to you. Like you should enjoy that weekend. You should spend it with your family. You should do all the things that they can't do right now because they died. Should you look back and be grateful? Absolutely. That's just my belief. Okay. I get other people see it, but you know, like people will get justified in their, in their offendedness, but like you won't sit there and justify yourself and like what you built up your confidence. And that blows my mind. Like, grab your balls or your lady balls, have some belief in yourself, realize what has been hard earned, hard earned. You've got every ounce, that time you were scared half to death, you had the lump in your throat, you cleared it out, you did what you had to do, you spoke in front of that crowd, you closed that deal that you were nervous to do, you told that person to to freaking go pound sand that it pushed you too far and it built your confidence like rely on that man you have earned every ounce of that and and that doesn't just come to you you have to earn that so like respect and be grateful for what you've earned and appreciate it more and you'll probably use it more big time and i think about confidence is some people are born with a certain level of uh self-love i think like there's I, I don't I don't ever remember and it was probably just, you know, from my, my my the way that I was raised, there's there was always a certain level of like higher confidence. Mm-hmm. 
but that can only get you so far. And it's about confidence is weird because it's the things that, that you say that you're going to do and then you hold yourself accountable. And then you say, okay, I did this, right? Exactly what you're saying. Like I, I did this. And then acknowledging that fact of saying, these are the things that I held myself to. And the more that you do that, and the more that you, you, you set things in front of yourself and then you achieve them, whether it's small, whether it's large, all of those things start adding up and they build up your confidence because you know for a fact that you do what you said you're going to do to yourself. The easiest person to lie to ever mm-hmm. is yourself, right? Yep. Oh, yeah. And being able to, to hold yourself accountable to the number one that actually means it, Mm-hmm. That 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 goes miles, miles. So I mean, you're right, and, and holding yourself accountable and, and being able to say that, like, I did this. This is yeah. this is what I did for myself. I think also to that you saying that like if you're also more grateful for the things, even some of the small things around you, you'll also probably be better at giving yourself credit when credit's due, right? Yeah. You know, like you'll, you'll, you'll say, well, you know, you, 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 I kind of lost my train of thought on that, but you'll, you'll give yourself a little more props as well to you, not to everybody else, not to your social media, to you. And that's, that is so powerful and it's so simple and it's right there in front of you constantly. Don't get me wrong, man. Somebody gives me a compliment. Let me tell you something. I take that. That is like fuel to the fire. It it energizes me. I like that too. My wife tells me I'm looking, looking, looking tasty that day. I'm just a tasty looking little treat, right? And I'm like, you dang right I am, girl. Mm-hmm. Remember that. I'll see you tonight. So, dude, I walk out, shoulders back, head held a little bit higher. I'm going to take that and fuel it. That's right. Somebody tells me, you know, Hey, you're an idiot for the email you sent. And, you know, I think you're a worthless human being because of that email thing you sent out for Memorial Day. Hey, sorry I offended you. I'm going to move on with my day. Yeah. Don't know me. Even if you do know me, like I'm not going to sit there and live in that. Okay. You didn't like it. All right. I'll take, I'll take your feedback. I'll see if there's something I can apply for the future. And then I'm going to move the fuck on with my day because right. I know who I am and I know what I care about. You know, that's right. And, and, Having that self-awareness is huge. Being able to say, okay, just because someone's opinions of me, a thing, a thought, whatever, has zero to do with how I feel about myself. However, the positive comments, right? As a male, as a male, you don't get as many compliments um, as a female. Right. You go about your day and you're probably going to catch none. Right. And so I think that that allows when a male catches a compliment. There's something to it because you don't get them every day. You don't get them every week. Right. But it also. Some of you pretty motherfuckers may. Well, yeah. Not Um, not people when uh, not people with a mug like me. Well, you're beautiful. I don't. <laughs> I, I would never say. That. Um, but there's there's a certain level of 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 thought right behind it, and yeah. addition to that, 
again, I lost my thought on that, but you, you ruined it, James. Sorry, man. I, I had to, I had to throw my little two cents in there. Yeah. Um, but that, the, that, I guess what I'm trying to say is, you know, take the positive and understand that, that allow it to help build that self-confidence, allow it to be, you know, I do look good. I did do, I put in the work to, yeah. to look good, feel good, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also the, the negative comments, understand there's going to be negative people around you all the time. This mm-hmm. just is what it is. And being able to take that for what it is, right? If it's, if it's a negative comment, but it can help you change something or, or maybe make a debrief in, in, the, in the brain and say, mm-hmm. okay, well, why, why did they feel that way? Can I change anything? Should I change anything? Would I change anything? Mm-hmm. If the answers are yes, take note, move on. If the answers are no, cool. And, and you know, with that as well, you'll also, like sometimes, uh, I want to say this the right way, like as you validate you to yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe it gives you a little more confidence to be a little more open with others that can help others, right? So one of the most successful friends I have over time as he's opened up and told me more about his success, you know, a lot of people hide that, right? You try to downplay your success and him like many others because he's nowhere where he wants to be. I, I get it, right? Yeah. But like when he's done that, it's validated things to me. And it's inspired me more and it's made me open up more about where I'm at on things and where I'm trying to get to. And it's allowed him. It's he, him through doing that has allowed me to be more open with him and given me more guidance. And he, he is, he has invested in me so much more without even him probably knowing that, you know, him guiding me that much more, him inspiring me that much more. Uh, because through comfortability over time, he shared more with me. Right. Even though he doesn't, he downplays it, you know? And it's like, dang, why are you downplaying this? Because I'm the guy who wants to see you go even further, right? Like, because you inspire me, man. I want you to win. I don't care how much you've already won. I want you to just keep winning. Like, you know, I don't want to ever be able to catch you. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I want for him. And it inspires me that much more. So you can be an inspiration to people. You can be an inspiration to yourself. You just got to start getting a little more grateful, focus more on the simple things and focus some more on the simple things that you do. You know, not just, wow, I go to a grocery store. I'm so thankful. I just pull up and I can put gas in my vehicle. Great. I can walk in a grocery store and get what I need. Great. I'm totally with you on that. But don't downplay the fact of what you push to achieve, to raise good kids, to inspire good employees to set good values that your customers are always first in business, like those kind of things and let it galvanize who you are as a person back to you. Take some credit. You don't need to post it on fucking social media. And it's only validated. If you get a certain amount of likes, quit living that life, man. It didn't get you anywhere. Nope. It's, at the end of the day, it all comes down to, you can't see it, but I'm pointing inside, right? Yeah. The, the inner, the inner 
story, the inner dialogue, the inner thought process that you play on yourself, right? Mm -hmm. If you feel negative about something, you're playing a story in your head about what that, that situation is, right? She built up and going back to the lady who, who, who said she was moving on from a, you know, from your company um, because of the Memorial day email. She created an entire story about what she read in that email before she even talked to anybody. Yeah. And she played that story and story and she played it and she played it and she played it. And she created this whole thing of why she felt the way she did prior to even having a conversation with you. Yeah. And that same, that same thought process is what happens when we, you know, interact with people or somebody says something or somebody does something and we create in ourselves from our own experience, from our own thoughts, whatever, we create a story behind that. And then we replay that story. And that's why we create these feelings of, of maybe anger, maybe upset, or maybe sad based off of what we read, what we, <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like that yeah, whole for sure. inner dialogue and that whole inner story is what, um, what creates that, the interaction that she had with you. Yeah. And I want to be clear. I'm not complaining about her. No. She was justified in her opinion. And I apologize because you know what? She, she told me like she was offended and stuff. And you know what? Hey, at the end of the day, I wasn't trying to offend my client. She paid me money. And at the end of the day, it's her money. She spend it where she wants. And I hate to see her go. Um, but I'm, but on, uh, on the other hand as well, like I know who I am. I know where my heart's at. And I, I, I'm going to, I'm not trying to die on a, on a hill with it. Like, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. I didn't argue with her. Hey, you're offended. You're upset. I'm sorry. That was never my goal. That was never my goal. Did she still move on? Yeah. And when we were talking, she started talking about stuff. Other stuff I was like, hey, look, I, I want you to know, I wasn't trying to, I don't want to lose you. I mean, I ended the conversation with, look, I don't want to lose you as a customer but I'm not trying to convince you otherwise right now. I truly call him right now to say, I'm sorry for offending you. And she accepted the apology and we ended the call professionally and moved, both moved on. So uh, yeah, I wasn't going to, um, uh, I wasn't going to water it down with then going, well, Hey, let us keep, you know what I mean? Like it just, that wasn't the play I was having. Yeah. Um, so, you know, there was, there was just some difference in opinions. And like I said, she won't spend her money elsewhere. I hate that, but that's, that's just the case. So, um, yeah. So it's, uh, it's crazy how, how simpatico we are sometimes. Yeah. Um, and so it, get which, grateful about some stuff, folks, Yeah. especially what you've done and what you've achieved. Let it, let it help build you up and where you're going and what you're doing. Um, and you know, like, help inspire the others around you. But first and foremost, man, inspire yourself, like inspire yourself and, and realize you can, you can do things when you, when you get after it, when it's earned. Yeah. You can feel good about stuff when it's earned. I get not feeling good about it when it's not earned, you know, when then earned. Okay. Like dude, it's, it's built in your DNA to, to want to achieve stuff, then like achieve it. You don't feel good about it. Then 
achieve it and then promise yourself you're going to give your credit where credit's due. Yeah. It's, uh, it's that inner ego that drives you to achieve more, want more, desire more, right? Um, there's a lot of different things that ego plays in and a lot of, I think ego has a bad rep. Uh, you need an ego. And to build that ego up, you have to achieve things. Yeah. Um, which also falls into these other aspects of like confidence and, and all these other things. But Well, the world tells you to be humble. It does. And that's bullshit. I think, I think, I think there's a dichotomy. Yeah. Between the two. Um, be humble in what you do and how you do it. But understand that when you achieve something, that deserves recognition. Yeah, but not from the world. No, to no, you, no. Internal. Yeah. Internally. Yeah. And, and I think there's I think there's a saying it's called uh or it goes, you know, move without saying a word. Um achieve I, I don't I don't remember what it is. Basically, long story short, walk the path in silence. Don't speak your goals to other people before you achieve them. But when you do achieve them, make sure you recognize it yourself. Something along yeah. those lines. Um, but that's it. I mean, that's, that's, that's the entire game of life, man. Mm -hmm. If you're not, if you're not internally, um, if you don't have that internal speaker that resonates inside of you and, and mm -hmm. walks you through things, uh, that's a positive pressure, then the negative pressure on the outside will, will feed into you. So, yep. It's all vibes, baby. It's all vibes. All vibes. Yeah, high frequency. Be high frequency. All right. Let's wrap this up. I, Let's do it. I challenge everyone to do what Az talked about. Find something you're grateful for. Spend five minutes talk, thinking to yourself why, why you're grateful for it. Um, and, hey, after that goes well or you get that down, then maybe take five minutes and think about some of the things you've worked hard to achieve and why you're worthy of it. And, like, prove that shit to yourself. That's right. That's right. That's right. Uh, with that being said, folks, don't forget to check out our sponsors, Origin USA and Jocko Fuel. They have come out with a lot of new products lately. Uh, worth going to take a look. And then if you do find something you like, whether it's jeans or whatever, do they expand it all the way out to they're doing military um, pants, um, like the whole uniform. Yeah, I saw a post where you're talking about the ACUs and stuff. Yeah. Or is it? Wow. Yeah. ACUs something something along those lines. So that I mean, it's wild, man. It's wild. Like he he's he's really taken that company, you know, and and moved a lot of mountains with it. So yeah, uh, great support. You know, made in America, stays in America. It's it's something that that really helps out the uh, American community economy. Mm -hmm. And uh, anyways, go check them out. And when you do. And you get to that checkout button, a button. Button. Make sure you put in code GRIND10, G-R-I-N-D, one zero, at checkout. And get yourself get yourself a little 10% off, a little 10% off the top. Yeah, there you go. James, as hey, appreciate. We appreciate you all. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing. Um, anything we can ever do for you, please let us know. And with that, grind her out.